Hello, my fellow Stoic, and welcome to the Stoic Handbook Podcast. I'm your host, John Brooks. And before we get into today's episode, I want to spend just a moment addressing the anxiety gremlin together. You know, the one that lurks in the shadows, feasting on your confidence and mental clarity. But in all seriousness, anxiety is a major problem for many of us. It denies our potential in life. And it kept me stuck for years. I used to struggle with anxiety attacks, chronic worrying, fear of judgment from others, social anxiety, difficulty building connections, brain fog, being distracted, struggle with sleep, feeling constantly tired, general feelings of insecurity and low self-esteem. And it would sometimes show up in work and professional situations And also they came with it, this kind of joy sapping quality where I just wasn't able to enjoy life to the full. And then also kind of like shame and feeling alienated because of the whole thing. I struggled with this for quite a few years and kind of distracted myself out of it, tried the mainstream techniques, but eventually I just had enough and I made a decision. I refused to live the rest of my life with this constant war inside this constant inner battle. So I set out to learn as much as I could about the psychology of anxiety, as well as the philosophy of happiness. I also stumbled on stoicism during this process. And then I refined my ideas into a system that helped me personally break free from the shackles of fear. I tested it on myself. I tested it on coaching clients. I released different parts of it to the public. My meditations relating to anxiety have been listened to by many thousands of people. And I kept building and building upon this. And the result of all of this work and study is now the course Stoic Anxiety Mastery. This is my flagship course, and it consists of four parts that will teach you new psychological skills, not just ideas, but skills that will help you kick anxiety to the curb, unlock your full potential, get rid of things like anxiety attacks, that feeling of dodging social situations, that constant resistance and feeling like you're not meeting your potential because this thing called anxiety or fear is holding you back. And so if you resonate with the type of work that I create, if my lessons and my teachings have personally helped you, I would encourage you to check out Stoic Anxiety Mastery. Imagine yourself being able to confidently enter a room, talk to strangers, nailing work meetings, picture in your mind what it would be like to have a crystal clear mind And this is what Stoic Anxiety Mastery is all about. It's about giving you the toolkit to help you rise above the chaos and thrive in all areas. So if all of this sounds interesting to you, you can head over to stoicstore.com where you'll find Stoic Anxiety Mastery. Stoicstore.com, there's going to be a link in the show notes. And I hope you join me on this epic journey of turning the path of overcoming anxiety into a path of mastery. It's been a life-changing adventure for me, and I sincerely wish that if anxiety is something you struggle with, it becomes one for you too. With all that said, thank you for being on this journey with me, and now let's go on to today's episode. Welcome to the Stoic Books. This is John Brooks speaking. I want to share with you a quote that I love today from Seneca, and I'd like you to use this quote as a way to transform yourself and your perceptions of the world. So often we read an interesting or wise quote and it's cool, it makes us think differently for a few seconds, maybe we remember it and tell people at a dinner party to make ourselves sound better or more intelligent, but does it really shape us? 
usually not. When it comes to quotes, I have a three-step process to transform as a result of reading them. Reception, reflection, and integration. So the first part is receiving it. Receiving it without cynicism, receiving it without any bias, just letting the quote in. Then reflecting on it, which is what I'm going to do for you in real time today. And then finally integrating it, making it part of who you are. When it comes to integration, the key is to be able to create a daily practice of some sort with it, at least momentarily, like drilling it like a martial art so that you can use it spontaneously when life challenges you unexpectedly. So I'm going to read the quote now, and I just want you as best as you can to receive the quote, to just let it come in. We have so many listening habits that are bad. You know, we're distracted. We're thinking of the thing we want to say next. Just receive this quote fully. Practice just active listening for the next minute when I read out this quote to you from Seneca. Okay. No prize fighter can ever go with high spirits into the strife if he has never been beaten black and blue. The only contestant who can confidently enter the lists is the man who has seen his own blood, who has felt his teeth rattle beneath his opponent's fist, who has been tripped and felt the full force of his adversary's charge, who has been downed in body but not in spirit, one who, as often as he falls, rises again with greater defiance than ever. End quote. So if you, if you look at the three main Roman Stoics, Epictetus, Marcus Aurelius, and Seneca, what you'll find is that when it came to adversity, Epictetus would kind of tell you to not be too concerned with it. If you look at the Dichotomy of Control article that I published, you'll see that he says, I, uh, this is none of my concern. That's his response to things not within his control. Seneca seems to have a slightly different approach. He seems to find good things in misfortune. He tries to find the silver lining. He tries to see that that bad thing, quote-unquote bad thing that happened to you, that difficult, challenging thing, not only was it not your concern, it actually was great. There's actually benefit to that. You were actually able to show through that adversity what type of person, what type of virtue you have. Without challenge, you don't have an opportunity to exhibit virtue. So here Seneca is using the example of the prize fighter and there is something very fascinating that you can you can learn from observing martial art contests like mixed martial arts in the UFC or boxing matches. Um, the, there's a great amount of psychological warfare that goes on beyond simply skill. There's intimidation, there's confidence, there's risk-taking, uh, there's not showing your hurt to your opponent. You'll, you'll sometimes find that a prime for a martial artist might be 30 to 35 years old, even though a 22-year-old might be fitter and more athletic. There's something that is gained through experience that you can't just fake, that you, that you can't learn any other way than by going through the process. So when you're in the training room as a martial artist, you know everyone there 
you know, your friend, you're respected, maybe you're looked looked up to. And then suddenly you have to travel across the country. You get booed when you come in. There's all these lights and cameras looking at you. And your opponent looking across the ring from you wants to beat you. Not to become a legend, but because they want to feed their family. They're doing it for survival and you stand in their way. Everyone back home is watching you, expecting you to win, saying things like, ah, this person's going to win easy. And then round three, you get stunned with a punch and your legs start to wobble. You can hear the cameras chattering away and flashing. You can hear the commentators. You can hear everyone getting excited. You can see the look on your opponent's face that he, that he, that he can see that you're hurt and he's coming to finish the job. In such moments, is it really skill that will save you, that will give you the confidence to get out of there alive? Or is it experience being there before? If you speak to any martial artist, they will tell you that they learn more from the difficult experiences than they do from the positive. If someone has 10 fights and they win every fight, they learn each time. They learn something new each time, completely. But if they lose on their 11th fight, they may completely change their whole approach to fighting based on that loss, based on that lesson. It's very important, Seneca is telling us, to experience hardship. That could be the edge of our limits in terms of stress, in terms of anger, in terms of the the way that fortune, in whatever form she takes, can beat us black and blue. When you've been taken there, as difficult as it is, if you get through it, you can see, I know what life is about. I know how that feels. I know that if it happens again, I'll get through it. I'll cope through it. I'll work with it. You can actually push yourself into situations to challenge yourself. Traveling is a great example. When I've traveled, stuff always goes wrong. I don't know if you've experienced this, but, you know, I can't find the gate that I've got to go to. um, The the Uber doesn't show up on time. um, The Wi-Fi doesn't work in the apartment, whatever it is. There's always stuff that doesn't go well. And... In the moment, that can be difficult, but you actually grow from it so much. You learn to deal with setbacks. What Seneca is saying here is that stoicism is not about trying to be okay and calm in every moment all the time. It's about changing our relationship to challenge. There's a lot of talk about gratitude journaling. You know, write down five things you're thankful for every night. That's a, that's a good exercise. I've done that and I think it's just fine. But I have a much better exercise actually. What I do now is I think back to the worst, darkest period of my life. Just the one time that was crippling. And I say to myself, I'm not there right now. I'm not there right now. (sighs) I'm not there right now. And that alone is enough to 
relieve me of any momentary stress or distress. So in terms of integrating this quote by Seneca, I would like you to do one thing. Simply think back over your life. Think back over your life to the most difficult, stressful time you've ever had. It could be a situation that lasted weeks or days or months. It could have been a situation that lasted seconds or minutes. And simply ask yourself, how did you gain in confidence from that? How did you gain in confidence from that? What virtue did that bring out of you? And more importantly, looking back on that, have you decided to rise again in defiance or give up? And I want you to think about that. And it's never too late to change. And it's never too late to start again. I'll speak with you soon, fate permitting. Thank you for listening to the Stoic Handbook podcast. If you'd like to support my work, you can leave a review, a rating on Spotify. It takes just a few seconds. And you can also leave a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts. I read every review. I deeply appreciate this. And it really helps me to be able to spend more time doing this work and get great guests on this podcast. So thank you so much. And I will see you on the next episode, if fortune allows.